0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to White's Hotel here in Wexford Town for Funny Friday. Just to, just to uh, reassure everybody at home, we've employed security so far. We've confiscated eight cans of Heinz soup, tomato soup, four cans of Aldi mushroom soup, right? And we've... Doc, Doc. Yeah, funny, there was a guy, you know the lovely beach here in Wexford? There was a guy walking along the beach one day and he saw this bottle and he kicked it and the genie came out of the bottle and said, I can give you three wishes. What would you like first? He said, being a paddy, I said, I'd like a never-ending a never ending pint of Guinness. Yeah, lovely, yeah, lovely. The genie appeared, the Guinness appeared, he drank it, it filled up again. Jeez, that's great. She said, you two more wishes. What would you like? She said, two more of them. Yeah, but not hard. Yeah. There's a fellow told me, he said, uh, said, somebody stole his wife's credit card, but he wouldn't report it missing. Because whoever stole the card was spending less than she was. Can't be a bit of fun, she can. No, you see. Anyway, it's not only 54 shoplifting days to Christmas. <laughs> Fella said to me, what do you want for Christmas? She said, I want something with diamonds. So you bought her a pack of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me somewhere expensive. Bring somewhere, yeah, at the petrol station. <laughs> Somewhere expensive is right. Anyway, we're all looking forward to and we're going to have a great Halloween is coming, thank God for that. But you didn't, you see, Doc, none of you uh, were listening to Brian on the uh, one o'clock news there. He did an incredible interview with the Lord Mayor of Dublin, Caroline oh, Conroy, yeah. Green yeah. Party, about getting rid of the baby Jesus. Oh, and the crib, the living crib from outside the mansion house. Would you believe it? Would you believe it? Just let's have a quick vote. All of those who agree with the Green Party decision to get rid of the baby G's and the crib from outside the mansion house, put up your right hand. The Greens got 7% in the last election. They'll be getting 0% in the next election, <laughs> judging by the reaction here. Not one single hand. Hands. And remember, the start of the show when the, the moving crib was donkey, donkey. Yeah. How are you, Donkey? Well, I'll tell you something. I'm so happy. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm so sad. You know, now most of the time I'm, I'm happy, you know, and I, I'm, I put a smile on my face, but let me tell you something. The Green Party, you got a big problem with me. 27 years. 27 years I was at the mansion house. I was in that crib. But and then they just kicked me out. But you were in Shrek, weren't you, I was Donkey? in Shrek. I mean, listen, I've had a green ogre. To, I've had him say all nasty things to me, but what that Green Party did to me is worse than what Shrek did to me. I ain't happy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, I know it's been a tough year. You auditioned for the Banshee of Inishir. I did. And Jenny got it. Jenny. Yeah, Jenny got it. You know, she How just did had she to, get it? Well, she just had to wiggle a little ass and that was it. <laughs> and she got it. I mean, it was disgraceful. Let me tell you something. I want to be in that movie and I can't. So I've had a bad year, Joe. I've had a very bad year. And how old you... Like, the Lord Mayor said on the 1 o'clock news. This is... I thought, the one, I thought Funny Friday had started early when I listened to the 1 o'clock news. She said you're going to be replaced, donkey. And the baby Jesus. With a post box. <laughs> And a sleigh where people can take photographs. Well, she must be a fan of Postman Pat or something like that, because let me tell you something. It is not fair. It is not fair. I love that place. I love that place. <laughs> and Donkey, will you, do you think you'll get alternative work? I might get alternative. I mean, listen, if they're going to remake Beverly Hills Cop or something like that, I might do that or something. <laughs> okay, Donkey, you just drown your sorrows there for yeah, a few minutes. Yeah, I will. Minutes. I will. I'm sorry. Because we're now... We're now taking flight here on Funny Friday in White's Hotel, Clayton White's Hotel, here direct from Dublin Airport. We have, as you can see, those of you who are listening at home in black and white, here direct from Dublin Airport, we have a most elegant air steward. I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm actually Joe, uh, cabin supervisor. Oh, and, and, and have, have you been flying a long time? Put it this way, Joe, um, I, I used to have a job with the Wright brothers. Oh, Cock and Brown. I'm sure you are, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and who, who are you flying with this autumn? Air Fungus, Joe. <laughs> and is that, is that a growing airline, this Air Fungus? Well, it's mushrooming, Joe. You know, mushrooming. <laughs> so it's Air Fungus, yeah. the airline that grows on you. That should be a slogan. Uh, no, 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 no. Stick, stick to answering the phone, Joe, will you? <laughs> now, um, if you'd excuse me, I'd like to do my uh, pre-flight arrangements. Of course, yeah, very, very safety, much. safety, safety um, force. Good evening, everybody. 
Bing bong to good man yourself. Good man yourself. <laughs> good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome on board your air fungus flight to Alicante. My name is Jane. You can call me Plain Jane. <laughs> Plain Jane. Suit yourselves. I am your in-flight cabin service supervisor. That's posh for air hostess. <laughs> what? What have to do with an Irish? What do you mean have to do with Irish? I only got an F in Irish in me inter. You have to. Okay. Dia Corja Ta Falchero Samahogany Gas Pipe. Air Fungus Amok Fain Spare Go Alicante. Jane is Anam Dum, August Get Up the Yard, or Me Hollamura Hurt the What? In Spanish? I don't know any bloody you have Spanish. have to do it. It's Spanish. Fine. Senor or Senorita Excuso. We all fly all mucho aeroplano a viva España. Me o Geno, halbo fino sol in your julios and glacias. <laughs> Enjoy your flies. Here we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Jane. I'm an air fungus hostess. In my uniform, I'm the one with the mostest. I'm so in demand that the pilots all know me. And one of them offered his cockpit to show me. Steady, steady. To be a hostess is really quite smashing. I've no fear of flying. I'm just scared of crashing. If we ditch in the sea, there's life jackets behind you with a whistle and light so the sharks, they can find you. Fly with me, fly with me over the ocean, off to Mallorca with your suntan lotion. And when you arrive on your holiday island, you will discover your bags are in Thailand. <laughs> Our pilot is old, his name's Enzo Kenazi. He's Japanese and he was a kamikaze. When we fly over London, sometimes things get hairy. Cause he keeps trying to dive bomb the Hollyhead Ferry. Our catering service will upset your belly. Some old sweaty ham and some cheese that's quite smelly. Our onboard drink prices are out of proportion. It's not juicy free, it's more like extortion. Fly with me, fly with me with no autopilot. Our planes are so old that we have outside toilets. At last when we land, you look like a wettish rag, having left all your lunch back on board in a sick bag. One of the perks is called the layover. And when I'm on one, I'm never quite sober. By the poolside, the pilots pretend not to see me as I strut my stuff in my crocheted bikini. Your man down there thinks he's died and gone to heaven, don't you, sweetheart? <laughs> one pilot I've clicked with is called Frankie Rooney. And he has taken a right fancy to me But I won't join his crew Despite all his passes Cause he flies with a white stick A dog and dark glasses Fly with me, fly with me Let's have a chuckle I'll fasten your seatbelt And play with your buckle and as we fly over some faraway city, you can come down the back and squeeze my MacFizzy. You won't get that service on Ryanair, I can tell you. Sorry, Thank you. The wonderful June Rogers. This is Francis Kyo.
Francis Go you you're you're in operation transformation. No, what what are you doing? <laughs> I'm uh, getting an operation next week. Okay, and is that serious or uh, I'm getting a defibrillator. I Wow. Yeah, yeah. I have to pace myself. Oh, <laughs> is that is that long would that operation take? Uh, it takes about an hour. Okay, and batteries? They extra? Uh, batteries uh, last for five years. Okay, well, whatever you do, don't get a defibrillator on Christmas Day. You'll never get a battery. Well, Francis, you are, and you, you and your dog, is that right? Yeah. Dog dead, is uh, it? No, Tio. Oh, Tio, sorry, it's, it's a handwriting here. <laughs> And how's his, how's his heart? Well, he was diagnosed two weeks before me, so he has... Well, what? <laughs> you won't be having a defibrillator, though. Has he, has he got a heart condition as well? Yeah. And who got it off who? I got it off him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're very... Well, Francis, best, the operation's straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. Have you met the surgeon? Not yet. Yeah, have you met his guide dog? No. no, no. <laughs> Well, Peter, Sorge, okay, Francis Kyo, you were going after, with, with your defibrillator now, and your spare batteries, to Jules Holland and his Rhythm and Blues Orchestra in the Three Arena next June. Please, God, you'd be, you'd be well over it next June. You'll be on your second. Where is um, Katie Taylor is here? Katie, 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 how are you? Yeah, fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Um, big fight this weekend. Really looking forward to it. And um, don't even know who the opponent is, but apparently she's undefeated. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And by the way, you've seen Kelly Harrington's new book. Uh, I have, yeah, fair play to her. She's on the Late Late Show tonight. Yeah, fair play to her. Are you jealous, Katie? Fair play to her. She's done great gold medal and all, and the, and the European gold medal as well to Kelly. Fair play to her. Uh, and would, you, would you be a little bit envious at times, Katie? Do you mind me asking that, of Kelly's success? And uh, well, yeah, I'm an undefeated world champion. I fought in Madison Square Garden. Do you not remember that? And now I'm fighting this weekend. So, yeah, it's all and fantastic, Joe. Everything's win, great. Positive, 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 positive. And Kim Kardashian is with us as well. Kim, how are you? Yeah. It's been, yeah, I'm pretty good. Celebrated <laughs> my birthday and oh, things. Oh, did you? Are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. I do, listen, don't mention his name, please. Just don't. He's in trouble. I'm talking about birthdays. Eileen Wheeler's from Arklow, and it's your birthday next week. It is indeed, Joe. I am 70 years of age next week, and I'm going to have a big party. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say you're going to have another defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> we're running now. And there's one for everyone in the audience. Looking, looking at you, you're half of the obvious need, I'm including myself. You're 70 next week, you're getting a defibrillator. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, you're not? No, OK. I'm, I'm very healthy, thank God. OK, OK. And this is my friend, Deirdre. She's from Arklow as well. Arklow. And which part are you from? The posh part of Arklow? Or the... Oh, posh part. Posh Definitely. part. Lovely. Yeah, and, and it's, your name is Deirdre Bishop Power. Is that correct? That's correct. And it says that you're single, you're, but you're looking. Absolutely. And you're retiring next year from what? From looking? <laughs> no. From a guest house, uh, oh, well guest done. house all night. Well done. Okay, so the two of you, the Toy Show the musical. Well, you can give this to your, to your younger friends if you have any. It's Toy, there's tickets for Toy Show the musical, and that starts in the convention centre in Dublin on the tenth of December. The tenth of December. Who's going to, who's going to introduce the ad break? Who's going to introduce the ad break? Well, listen, it's Roy Keane. I just let this out, Joe. I want to talk about the Banshees of Inisherin. You know. <laughs> A lot of people say, is it a comedy? Oh, you know, what is it? You know, McDonough, the director, is all over the place. I don't understand this. Yeah, then he signs the two boys, Farrell and Gleeson, to play up front again, having played in Bruges years ago. You know, genius move that. You know, have they still got this? Who knows? <laughs> and we're back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Doc, Doc, you were saying, what were you saying there, Doc? I'm just saying about that. There's no recession because we're broke. <laughs> the worst boom in history. You know, you ever hear that saying, you keep the wolf in the door? Yeah, I do indeed. Yeah, yeah. they've been in my house and had pups. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad the mice eat outside. <laughs> 
Don't even come in. But you remember there used to be a programme on television years ago called The Price is Right. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah? of course. Well, they're yeah. going to re- remake the programme now. The Price is Too Much. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Okay. You better off doing that, you know. And I was just saying about, uh, I wanted to say about the cricket team, the Irish oh, cricket team. Oh, come on, round of applause, round of applause, round right. of applause. Joe and I, uh, Joe, we had a discussion when I were talking about, Joe said, I love cricket, but Joe said, he doesn't understand the game. I don't, you know. No. And no. a lot of people don't understand it, so I'm going to do... No, I said um, I don't understand you, Doc. Well, I understand me, game. But you don't understand me explaining with the game, yes, right? Okay. It's a great game. Explain it. And, and I'm going to explain it now, one minute to you, and think, listen carefully, right? So, in cricket, there's two sides. Yeah. Like there's our side, their side. One side is in the field, one side is outside the field. Oh, that's Each right. player in this have two sides, then they go in, and yeah. then when he goes out, he comes in again, and the next man goes in, and the other one is out. And when they're all been in and they're all out, the side that's been in, they come out and the other side go in. I mean, you'd be so far. Right. Like and the side that goes in, yeah. goes out again. Yeah, they try okay. to get the side that were in out and those yeah. coming in try to get them out again. All right, they would be so far. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes you get men still in, sometimes they in and sometimes not in. And then when the both sides have been in and out, including <laughs> not out, that's the end of the game. Very easy. <laughs> That's called hoarding down in Wexford. Um, uh, a sign of the panic, and we have, to, we have to be topical in this programme. The British government, the Tory party in turmoil, as they try and deal with... Lots of fractions Lots of fractions in the Tory and he's just, party now. As you've you probably heard him on with Claire Bourne this morning, um, Bertie Ahern, elder statesman, is that correct? All, all over the gaff. Taking over the, 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 the airwaves. Sign of finally coming back, you know. And, uh, and is it true that the new... The new British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, or Paddy Morphy, as Joe Biden calls him, um, <laughs> has he begged for your help? Is it true? From, from he's asked a, a troika of three yeah. Irish politicians to come on, who got us through our deep our, and our, darkest. Our, 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 um, and the, yeah, the tough time there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going over, so Bertie, you're, what's your reaction? You are going to offer them advice. I, 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 I am. I, I, I am. I decided to, to, to be my nan, to be generous, and uh, you know, I, I'm going over because, you know, the, the Brits, you know, you know, they they know that I have massive, massive experience in in running an economy in, into the ground, uh, and um, <laughs> I, I, I think we have to we, we have to recognise that the, the, the Brits. You know, they were looking after us for, for 800 years, you know, <laughs> tender love and care. And, um, you know, uh, after 800 years, I think it's only fair that someone with, with my track record in, in, in economic management uh, should go over and give them the, the, the benefit of, of, of that exper- experience. And as I say, Eirhishak, you're on every programme. It seems it's a drop of a hat. Are you, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be campaigning or angling for the R's, would you? Well, Joe, there's, there's been lots of people, as, as you know, who've been persuade, persuading me for, for years. But, and, and, you know, Joe, with the recession, it's, it, living on seven pensions, is, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not easy, Joe. And we're, we're welcome back, because he was, well, it was the good times, Charlie McCreevy, former Minister for Finance. You all remember Charlie McCreevy? Yeah. Well done, well, Charlie. Charlie McCreevy, you're very welcome. Uh, look, look, Joe... Look, I'll look, 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 be honest with you, I, I, I wouldn't be here only for, look, for the race meeting in Gorey tonight. Would <laughs> <laughs> you man, look, I was saying to you there, look, before, before the break, that Jeremy Hunt, uh, the, the, that, that's the bloke now look, with the same job over there as I, as I had like, when I was looking back, back, back in the day. And, he, he called me the other day, look, look, oh, fair play, yeah, yeah, fair looking, play, looking yeah. for a bit of advice about, yeah. you know, um, and uh, I, I kind of heard that he kind of heard that I was uh, kind of the fellow that, that was kind of responsible for creating the Celtic Tiger, and we, we, we kind of we all know how that ended up. And um, he asked me if there's any way I might like go over and give him a handout, um, kind of during, during their, their own crisis. And I, I said I'd go over like tr- treat. Uh, Joe, am I, am I straining to Bertie here, Joe, by mistake? I think I might <laughs> I, I, I said, I, I, I have to move a bit. Uh, uh, you wouldn't you have me confused. <laughs> well, Bertie, you wouldn't stray into Michael Noonan, would you, for me? Another uh, great minister the, of the, 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 the IMF will be calling to Rishi fairly shortly. 
<laughs> and you know, there's no one knows more about the trichia than I do. And of course, they're losing billions. <laughs> and you know, no one lost more billions than me in my day. So that's why it was odds on, you know, to replace. Uh, what's the what's the latest chancellor of the exchequer's name? The last one, I think, was Fry. Was fired at quarter to two. Joe. This. <laughs> That'll be five in three weeks. But uh, yeah, the dark times, I, I, just, I just said to, to, the, to Richie, I said, Richie, I said, Richie, you know, the dark times won't last forever. And you know, look after yourself, just like we done. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the people will be all right in time, <laughs> in about 20 years. Well done, well done. Who's this man here, Stephen, your name? PPS number, how long you married, and your next birthday, please. Uh, I'm 76 on the 25th of November. Your, your name first now, uh, I see. Stephen, Stephen Bourne, yeah. Okay. So if you were arrested by the Gardaí, they'd say your name, and you'd say, I'm, 20, I'm 76 on the 4th of November. <laughs> guilty. guilty! And who are you here with today, Stephen? Uh, the living daughter, the wife. Okay. And she's 53 years younger than you are. We're 53 years married. Oh, yeah. oh, so she just looks 53. Oh, so I misread that. And you'll be 176 November. That's right. Joe, okay. Yeah. And do you mind me asking, do you need a defibrillator? I do. That's... I certainly do, yes. Okay, okay. That's seven defibrillators from Wexford Hospital before three o'clock. And we supply the batteries. You're going to Mrs. Brown's Boys, the live show. It's absolutely hilarious. On the 11th of November, in the Three Arena in Dublin, Mrs. Brown's Boys. And you can bring your daughter with you, Stephen. Where do we now? Where, where, is, where is Claudia Boyle? Oh, there is Claudia Boyle and the gods. From the Opera Festival, from so many performances worldwide. Originally from, where are you from, Claudia? I'm from Raffarnham. In Dublin. Yeah, in Dublin. Is originally, it from Tala, originally from Tallaght. I see, I was going to say that now. Yeah. You were saying Raffarnham, but you don't say West Tallaght anymore. You say, <laughs> you say East Raffarnham. <laughs> Raffarnham. Okay, yeah. and how long are you singing for? Oh, God, I'm singing, God, all my life. Just call oh, me Joe. Yeah, 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 all my life. All yeah, your life, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, all your life, okay. And you're going to do, and I've heard this in, in rehearsal. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right, so I'm slipping out for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> this is... The song you're doing is the piece. Sorry, it's a piece. It's an operatic piece. Yeah, it's a very operatic and piece. And what's it called? It's called O Mio Babino Caro. Oh, Babino. But you have Babinos. Yeah, I do. I have two, I two. Have two Babinos yeah. that I dropped off to crash. Two little pumpkins were dropped off to crash ah. this morning. And, and, they, he was and were they dressed up for the day? They were. Ah, yeah, they, they were. That. She, she was Rapunzel and he was dressed in, in, in a little pumpkin. And do you want to, it's up to yourself for tax reasons, do you want to give out their names? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what are they? Blossom and George. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Oh, thanks very much. Blossom and George. Yeah. That's great. So you're going to sing for Blossom and George. Yeah, for Blossom and George. Currently wrecking the crash. Yeah, yeah. Because they're waiting on their mother to collect them. And um, you, you, you'll be home fairly quick after oh, this. Yeah, no, okay. This is the wonderful <laughs> Claudia Boy.
Claudia. Where is it? Stay there, Claudia, for a sec. Stay there for a sec. Anne Kelly, come, come up out of the audience for me. Anne, come up here. Can you come up here? Can you, you were sitting here. Now, people at home, seriously, will not believe that was absolutely, that was live. Yes, it was. That was, yeah. that was Claudia. Oh, yes, it was. And imagine the children every night, George and Blossom. Yes, Claudia sings that to them yes. to go asleep. <laughs> and the two of them say, oh, for God's sake, Ma, can you not read us as three little pigs for a change? <laughs> Doing your old, old bad. Next time, you'll be on again before the end of the programme, oh, Claudia. Will, yeah. A bit more passion the next time. Is oh, that okay? Try. Yeah. Try, try and put a bit more passion into it. That is a wonderful kids. live here in Wexford, <laughs> Claudia Boyle. Where's that man? Oh, Anne, here, Anne, there's, uh, that's Anne Kelly. Anne Kelly is from Kilbarrick in Dublin, retires at 2.15. Oh, you worked for John Russia? I did, yeah. What did you do? Sample machinist. Singer? <laughs> yes, yeah. Did you do the filigrees? Oh. And all the embroideries? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday. I had to explain to her what a filigree was. <laughs> and she worked in the fashion business. So it's your, oh, it's your birthday. On the 5th of November, and why, why do you put your age? If I ask anyone I their age don't. on the programme, I'm, I'm, I'm abused afterwards. That's a lovely, what's that around your neck? Your husband. What's that around your neck? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a piece of jewellery. By the way, if anyone is in Wexford this weekend, or for the next eight days, there is a wonderful art exhibition here in White's Hotel, and all the art is for sale. And anything that you can't sell, just try and slip it in your pocket. And they also have, this is what reminds me, Anne, looking at your beautiful necklace, they have jewellery as well. Will you support your local artists here in Weiss and Wexford? You're going to Code the Line, wonderful, wonderful band, and Musgrave Park in Cork. It's next June, Anne, next June. Okay, so you can run up a little dress for yourself. Where am I now? Oh, yes. Top of the pops. Top of the pops. Let's, let's. We three sound operators, and the three of them are asleep. Top of the pops, Tom, Damien, Damien, two Damien's. Welcome Tom. to Top of the Pops. Here they go. And now at, here is this week's Top 20 Countdown. In at number 20, it's Paddy Power and the Gambler. Still making the Top 20 after all these weeks. At 19, it's Sabina Higgins with I'm going to sit right down and write myself a letter. At 18, Miriam O'Callaghan, and you picked a prime time to leave me, Loose Hill. Up three places to 17 is Michael O'Leary and Come Fly With Me. Down five to 16, it's Kim Jong-un and Rocket Man. In at 15 are the Healy Rays. With anything you want, you've got it. At 14, it's Barry Kenny from Irish Rail with I Walk the Line. Moving up to 13, it's Donald Trump and I Predict a Riot. The Dublin City Council Cleaning Choir dropped down to number 12 with Dirty Old Town. And still at number 11, it's Joe Duffy with I Just Called to Say I Love You. And just making it in at the number 10 is our very own Sonny and Cher. Yes, it's Mick Wallace and Claire Daly with I've Got You, Babe. At number 9, it's the Dublin Airport Baggage Handlers Choir with another suitcase in another hall. Moving up to number eight, it's Dermot Gavin, and I never promised you a rose garden. While still at number seven is Dermot Bannon with another brick in the wall. We have a new entry at number six, it's Jeffrey Donaldson with It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To. At number five, Kelly Harrington and Hit Me Baby One More Time. The Taxi Federation Choir at up to number four with Walking After Midnight. And now your top three hits this week. At number three, Eamon Ryan with Smoke Gets In Your Eyes. And up eight places to number two, it's Michal Martin and Leo Varadka with Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow. And at number one for the fifth week, it's Pascal Donahue and You've Got To Pick A Pocket Or Two. And here, live in the top of the pub studio, is Pascal Donahue with his number one hit, You've Got To Pick A Pocket Or Two. This life, one thing counts, it's my pension, large amounts. I'm afraid these don't grow on trees, I've got to pick a pocket or two. I've got to get the money to see me through. 
I've got to pick a pocket or two. My salary won't grow on trees. You've got to pick a pocket or two. Why should TDs break their backs? We don't like paying tax. But I'm very glad you asked me that. I've got to pick a pocket or two. I know I'm earning more than all of you. I've got to pick a pocket or two. Slight of hands and widening bands. I've got to pick a pocket or two. If you're rich, it's your day. If you're poor, that's how you stay. Better hang on to your take-home pay. I'm going to pick a pocket or two. You've got to pick a pocket or two, Joe. I've even picked a pocket from you. I might get shuffled around quite soon. I've got to pick a pocket or two. I tell you something. You've got to pick a pocket or two. Tell you, Pastor Thank Claudia, you. Claudia you Boyle. Much. Now I'm off to bamboozle Sarah McInerney <laughs> on drive time. <laughs> Claudia Boyle, eat your heart out. Pastor, how are you? I, 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 I'm good. Uh, thanks, Joe. I, I never knew you could sing. I never knew that you could sing, Joe. Yeah, I thought it was a beautiful rendition. Uh, I didn't know you could sing, Joe. I wasn't, <laughs> I, I wasn't paying attention. Were well, you impressed brilliant. by Claudia Boyle? I could she, see you there. You were, the tears I, were running down your legs. I, I think she's quite... <laughs> I think she's quite extraordinary. Yeah. I think she's amazing. Yeah. And I, I commend her for her hard work okay. and her dedication. Okay. And we could do a lot more of it. I wonder what all those people are doing here, why they couldn't be going out doing something more productive than listening to you. <laughs> And one day, they might too achieve the kind of level of fame that uh, Claudia Boyle has, has earned herself. So why don't you feck off out and do something, <laughs> do something useful? We have, we have Al Pacino, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesky. Al! Yeah? How are you? I'm feeling great! I like Wexford, what a town! Yeah. I'm hoo my way through this town! Do you like opera? I do, I gotta tell you, she was incredible. Was I wish I could sing like that. Yeah. I could years ago, but I can't anymore. Hoo-ha! Robert De Niro's behind you there. Robert, Robert, yes. you were impressed. I could see the face on you. Oh, no. Well, this, face. This, face, this face has never changed for God knows how long, but I tell you, I was impressed. I shed a tear. Let me tell you that much. She was very good. She was very good. Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or am I talking to you? I don't know. You're just letting me lead on here. I don't know what this guy's doing. Joe Pesky, would you... Um, would you do a bit of work and inter inter introduce the outbreak. Well, yeah, well, you, you want me to talk about the banshees of Inner Sharon like Roy Keane did? Let me tell you something, Joe. I'm taking a leaf out of this uh, McDonough's movie. From this day on, I don't want you to talk to me. You understand me? And if you do, I'll cut off my subscription to the OTE Guide. <laughs> One copy a week. I'm not bluffing either. Take a break. Get out of here. <laughs> Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Defibrillator's off. <laughs> we have five women here, five swimmers from Carn. And who's got, is this you, Caroline? Yes. Okay. And these? Are we now, is this a joke here today? Five swimmers from Cairn, Caroline Dempsey, who had a heart transplant eight years ago. Are you trying to give me a hint or something? <laughs> you had a what? A transplant, a heart transplant. And who did you give your heart to? <laughs> Where did you leave it? San Francisco. I got a lovely new heart. Brilliant. Congratulations. Thank and a reminder to everybody, to everybody. Come on, it's the easiest thing in the world to do. You tick your driving license, or you text now. What is the number? I used to give this out. You text the word donor to, we'll get to, to the Irish Kidney Association, and they're having a mass very soon in memory of all the people who 
were transplant donors, which is just, there's no greater gift, there's no greater gift. So tell us about the five ladies that swim. Are they, well, I'm presuming they're all ladies, because they're sitting beside you. Well, there's only five here today, but there's a big group of us that swim, okay. and we miss our friends that are away, that are gone back after the summer, that only come down for the summer, and we miss them and wish them well, and we'll all be back again next year in Carn. I thought you were going to say I miss our friends who've gone to heaven or something. <laughs> they're, they're still alive, Caroline. No, they are. They're still swimming. They're doing swimmingly well. So the five years, there's dinner for two in Clayton White. There's dinner for two. That's four. That's afternoon tea. We'll spread them out. Don't worry. And there's, so that's between, that's six different offerings between the five of you. And uh, where's Bertie? Bertie, can you do the fractions there for me? Six into five? Uh, six into five. Uh. Six into five. Well, when you had a bank account, yeah, Joe, what way did you work it out? <laughs> no, Joe, I, I, I had 52 bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you remember, remember I told the story about the one with Bertie Yehan, you know? No, Bertie wants to be president, but the story was when Bertie Yehan dies, arrives at the gates of heaven, and St. Peter met him, and he's looking around heaven, and he sees all the clocks on the wall. And he said to St. Peter, what's all them clocks? And Peter said, everybody in earth has a lion clock. And when you tell a lie, it moves a second. And he noticed one of the clocks hasn't moved. And he said, who owns that clock? He said, Mother Teresa. <laughs> no, that clock hasn't moved. Who owns that one? Nelson Mandela. And Bertie said to St. Peter, where's my clock? And Peter said, Jesus has it in the office. <laughs> He's using it as a fan. <laughs> But well, as you know, uh, it's been a very difficult time uh, in England. Uh, we're delighted to welcome uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. You all know him well from his, his sleeping sessions in the House of Commons. And uh, uh, I'm not mistaken, Your Lordship, it's your I try to ignore that rather gratuitous remark. It's your first time with us, Jacob. Can I, can I say, are you a fan of Wexford, a fan of the show? A fan of the show? It's my first time. I mean, I get to listen to quite enough moaners and begrudges and cranks on the Tory backbenches. Why, well, why in heaven's name would I tune into this? If, if, if you don't like the show, why did you agree to be here today with us? I came here today because my beloved Conservative Party is in deep turmoil. An existential crisis, if you will. But I, but I thought the election of... Rishi Sunak, or Peter Murphy, as Joe Biden calls him, would finally bring some stability. I'll give him two months. We're already plotting. <laughs> He'll have the second shortest tenure after Liz, what's her face? Liz um, just escapes me right now. So I came here on your show, which I believe is one of the most popular in error. Although on the evidence I've seen so far, I can't imagine why. And by the way, what are all those people doing here? Don't, don't they have anything better, anything more productive to do? Are there no jobs in ERA? I mean, why are all these people staring up at me with those bovine expressions? Would you go away, please, and little people, and get a job or something? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to ignore the gratuitous insults. You, you still haven't told me, Jacob rees why you're here. I shall speak frankly, Mr. Speaker. Please, I'm not Mr. Speaker, it's Joe. Uh, look, I'm sorry, um, yeah. what, what, what did you say your name was again? Yeah, Joe. Joe, I'm sorry, reason. sorry, Joe. Yes. All right, Joe, yes. uh, try yes. to be patient with me. Yes. Our backs are to the wall. Three Prime Ministers this year, this month, is it? <laughs> yes, I, it is. I get confused. Four chances of the Exchequer, and we must now accept that we don't have anyone with, within our own ranks um, that can bring stability and unite the party. And that's why I'm making a public appeal to two of the greatest political operators of my lifetime. And who would they be? Why, Michael and Danny Healy Ray, of, rather Daniel. Michael and Daniel Healy Ray, of really, whatever, of course. Now both internationally recognized, to borrow a phrase from the late great Charlie Hockey, as the most cunning, the most devious of them all. And what you basically said, Jacob Rees-Mogg, in about five minutes, we're going to have Michael Healy-Ray and Danny Healy-Ray. But in the meantime, we have, all the way from Las Vegas, it is Barry Manilow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man needs no introduction, so he isn't getting... We had to bring him away from the radiator before he melted, so now... 
Oh, by the way, it's a gorgeous day down here in Wexford. It's not really sunny southeast. Yeah. And uh, oh, we, 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 we brought him all the way from the United States of America. But the look of him, the look of him, he's in a terrible state. I give you, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Barry Mananoff. Thanks very much. <clears throat> I wrote this next song for a girl I used to go out with. She wasn't much to look at. So I wrote this song about her. Hope you enjoy it. Love you. I remember when we met. I asked you out just for a bit. Could not believe me eyes as we stood in the hallway. I could smell your breath from Dublin to Galway. And then when the morning came, I only had myself to blame. Looking at those eyes, all bloodshot and bleary, it made me want to let off the pier in Dunleary. Your mind Oh, you came and you drove me demented. I should have sent you away, oh, you're skanky. You kissed me and have me tormented. You smell like an ashtray, oh, you're manky. <laughs> when first I saw you, what a shock. That face of yours would stop a clock. At the end of your nose was a big hairy mole And you have got an ass that's bigger than Poland, your mind Though you think you're so sophisticated I'll put it another way, oh you're skanky I know you will be devastated There'll be no roll in the hay, oh you're mine. This next song is dedicated to me, Plastic Surgeon. <laughs> and you know, I can't smile without glue. I can't smile, it's quite true. I've Botox in all of me cheeks. And when I sit down, me bum kind of squeaks. You see, I went kind of drastic. With all of this plastic If you only knew What I'm going through I just can't spoil Without glue What about you, Hill? The first, I suppose Was the job on me nose Said you'd be okay Who'd have believed But the duck on the day Got carried away I'm Pinocchio And you know I can't smile without glue I can't smile, it's quite true I've Botox in all of me cheeks And when I sit down, me bum kind of squeaks You see I went kind of drastic With all of this plastic if you only knew what I'm going through I just can't spoil So don't poke my home It's all silicone To make it seem so streamlined If I tighten me belt I'm afraid it'll melt behind me It looks like I've had to me pants And I've wrote some rock and roll That's really dire And though I look a disgrace It's written all over me face It's from me, it's to you It's a day, it's a night It's a whole big load of I write the songs that make the whole world sing Come on! I write the songs of love, special things. I write the songs that make the young girls cry. I write the songs, I write the songs. 
music and I write the song. Thank you, Ireland. That would have been Bill Rogers. The June Rogers Christmas show was on in Taylor's Tree Rock in Ratfornham, which is West Halla, as Claudia Boyle reminded us. Ratfornham, Taylor's Tree Rock, and it's on from the 27th to the 31st of December. In other words, it's beginning. Um, June's have to give me two tickets. No, I don't want to go. <laughs> Do I have to go? Is that fourth price? I'll just go for the dinner. <laughs> you can leave after the dinner if you want to. Um, June Rogers Show, two, two dinner and show. That's for this lady here, and your name is Amy Brown. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Have you never heard your name before? <laughs> well, it's a brown yeah. with an E. Oh, when e. I married my husband, yeah. I was told it's a brown with an E. Yeah. I moved from Westmeath to Wexford in July with my family. Fire protection. And where's your husband? Brown with Who's Brown with a knee? No, he pretends to work, Noel Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's your wedding anniversary. Well, it was, but it he was. forgot it. But you have one a year, don't you? What? You have, you get, you get it next year. You sort of get maybe two a year, but it doesn't really work. And have you a message for your darling husband of nine years? Do you know the way there's going to be a vote in Northern Ireland? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's every Friday, yeah, from now till Christmas. Yeah. 15th. Well, I was thinking I might put the vote to the National Airways of yeah. RT Radio 1 to get yeah. my husband to shave his beard off. Okay. Should, <laughs> should Noel Brown, what a fantastic name, should to Noel goat, Brown... To goat, could, could be... What do you call him? Noel Brown. A goat? Tagoat. Tagoat. He has a, a, should he shave off his beard between now and what, tomorrow uh, evening? Okay, we'd have a we have a vote. All those who think Noel Brown should shave off is to goat. No, no, not his goatee beard. His beard. Okay, well, it's gone. That's a, that's more. If if the Greens get that many votes in the next election, they'll romp home. Okay, you're going to the June Rogers Show. Two dinners. Two two dinners. Thank you. Uh, one show in Taylor's Tree Rock, and that begins the day after St Stephen's Day. What's your own name? Kathleen Cook. And uh, where are you from, Kathleen? Dunny County. Are you on any holidays? Yes. Yeah. Sunny South East. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And well, when did you come down? This morning. How long will you stay down for? Till Monday. Yeah, you broke your, you broke your heart. You break the bank. <laughs> Three yeah, days. Did you not, would you not give yourself a longer break? I could tell my sons that. Yeah, well, what's their, well, tell them now. What's their names? Damien and Robert. Damien and Robert Cook. Yeah. yeah, and where are they now? One is at work and one is at home with his son. And where does, where does the chap at work, where is he working? Phone watch. Phone watch? Oh, no, you're the chap. <laughs> I was getting alarmed there for a minute. Does he work on phone watch? One does, and one walks out in Dunleary. I, I thought you were going to say one walks on phone watch, the other fellow walks trying to break into phone box. <laughs> so one is, so Damien and Robert Cook. Yeah. One of them... Finn. Oh, Finn? Yeah, the grandson. Oh, the grandson Finn, okay. Damien and Robert Cook. Damien is working phone watch, Robert is working... Uh, Robert's working where again? Dunleary. Dunleary. What do you say to you, Bob, to your mother? She wants to stay till next Friday. It's because it's great crack here, isn't there, Kathleen? Yeah, can we say that? Yeah, yeah. And you're going... When you eventually go back to Dublin, after your two sons, Damon and Robert Cook, after your two sons uh, look after you for the next few weeks, on the 26th of November, when you're going back to Dublin, you're going to see Ennio... Well, you see alive or dead, Ennio Marconi? Is he? Uh, well, you're going to see him anyway. It's either, he's either alive or it's an open coffin. <laughs> Ennio Morricone. Uh, well, someone looked that up on Google for me. I should have known this. Ennio Morricone. I think it's the music of Ennio Morricone. No, you're not going to Italy. You're going to Ringsend. <laughs> but your two sons are lucky. <laughs> where, where is this young couple here? Young couple. Uh, Amy is her name. Amy. What's, pronounce your second name, Amy. It's Wems. No, it's Friday. <laughs> And where, 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 but you're a teacher. I know, I left the kiddies at, at school today to come and see you. On their own? Oh, they're in capable hands. Are they, yeah? They're incapable. <laughs> <laughs> and what class do you teach or what year do you do? I teach junior and senior infants in Skiach Fosteen. Oh, you have the two, the two groups? Two of them together, yeah, so we've great crack. Oh, that's brilliant. And he, 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 pa, there's Paddy, your, Paddy is your chap or what's it? Your partner. I think it's the correct term nowadays. Is he? Apparently. Okay. Well, I sound corrected. Paddy, your partner, Amy. Paddy is here. Is, is she a good teacher? 
Oh, yeah, sure. She's always cracking the whip at home anyway, so... Paddy, you mightn't be a partner by the end of this bleeding programme, the way you're talking about. Will you tell me what you love about Amy? Uh, sure, she's very kind and thoughtful and... Uh... <laughs> and she's grand. Wait for this, she's grand. Sure, she's gorgeous, you know, yourself, like, you know, yeah. What do you do on St. Valentine's Day? What do you do on St. Valentine's Day for Amy? Well, I'm planning on getting another video for you, Joe. Because <laughs> Amy celebrated her birthday. Uh, and she was 30 this month. Now, for, given that we can't get much more romance out of Paddy, he's going, we're, you're going to Annie Clayton Hotel. Wait for this, Paddy. And on a teacher's salary, you couldn't, you couldn't manage the trip. What do, what do you work at, Paddy? Me, my yeah. labourer. You're a labourer? Labourer, yeah. Yeah, and do you labour in the fields or on the scaffold or the hard? Building sites. Building sites. So you're loaded. <laughs> One night in Annie Clayton Hotel in Ireland and the UK for Amy and the ever-romantic party. <laughs> who's, who's bringing me into the outbreak? Who's bringing me into the outbreak? Who's bringing me into the outbreak? Let's guess who it is. Morgan. Well, I just want to talk about the Banshees of Inishirin again, because we seem to be talking about that all week. I mean, I guess if Martin McDonough had written Shawshank, we'd have a whole different movie. I guess my friend Andy would have stopped talking to me, and I'd never know how he was planning to spend his time at Shawshank. Break out the break, Joe. That's right. The break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. Claudia Boyle is back. She phoned the creche. Yes. The children are being taken into foster care hours. if she doesn't leave soon. <laughs> what are you going to sing now? Do you sing something? I'm going to sing a gorgeous piece of music um, yeah. called Nella Fantasia. But and Claudia, if you sang the telephone directory, it would be a gorgeous piece of music. Am I right? Oh, Am I losing? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's called Nella Fantasia. Nella Fantasia. I have a fantasy that um, li tutti vivono in pace e in onestà. So oh, geez, I never knew lives. you felt that way about me, Claudia. Oh. <laughs> I'm not doing that fantasy. I'm not, I'm not getting tied up first. Go ahead. Oh, it's a, it's a lovely song. Nella Fantasia. The mission. Ennio Marconi. And uh, if you do know the words and you'd like to join in. Is Ennio Marconi a... It's a son, so it's not any old Marconi. Where's that woman again? Give me back them. Yeah, yeah. Give me back them. <laughs> Claudia Boyle. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hope you enjoy.
Claudia Boyle. And Claudia Boyle will be at the Borgosh Energy Theatre in Dublin from November the 15th to the 19th in La Traviata. Oh, well, standing ovation. Well done. Claudia Boyle, Borgosh Theatre, November the 15th to 19th. I won't be able to go. I'm minding Blossom and George. <laughs> And now we have the popular demand with Jacob Rees-Mogg. He said earlier we'd be having the Heady Ray brothers on the show. So here they are now. You're very welcome, lads, as always. Uh, your reaction to that bombshell from Jacob Rees-Mogg that just dropped. Are you prepared to abandon your constituencies in the Kingdom of Kerry and move to the Kingdom of King Charles we'll to keep, Westminster? Keep quiet about that, Willow. Nothing has been signed in the strange offer that We're you. at a very delicate stage of negotiations. As it says in the best circles, we're in talks. Talks? Talks about what? Look, well, there's a lot of things to be sorted out, to be honest with you. For starters, they want to put us up in 10 Downing Street, Joe. But you see, we has a cousin out in Cricklewood, right? And we can stay with him for nothing. So we said that we'd stay with the cousin and we'd take the money instead. <laughs> and then they want to stick us into a, a chauffeur-driven car, but we think we'd be better off if we brought over our own transit van and we take the mileage, but you, but the expenses. <laughs> but like, surely, you know. surely you're tempted to say in 10 Downing Street and be chauffeured around in armour-plated, top-of-the-range Range Rovers. Well, look, you know, us, you know us well enough now, just simple, <laughs> humble, ordinary working men. men. Right? Now, we're after doing the figures, Joe, and we'd be better off taking over our the transit. Transit. And taking the cash instead. We love cash. He loves the cash. Or the smell of it and the feel of it and and, and boundless lumps of it. But you're you're aware, Danny, or Daniel as Jacob. As 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 PM, you will be required to have a weekly audience with King Charles the Third. There's no problem about that. They said they'd even provide an interpreter. An interpreter? For what? For what? (laughs) Sure, we want an interpreter, Joe. Jesus, how else would I know what he's talking about? <laughs> and Danny, Danny, do you do you have any 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 fears about meeting King Charles? I mean, no insult intended and given, but you're not exactly used to moving in such um, exalted, sir. I don't know, no, George. Is look, I'd be dealing with with presidents all the time, don't I? Be in the hall with Mary Lou, and so she, she's. She's the president of the Sinn Féin. Didn't I warn you not to mention Sinn Féin or Mary Lou? Do you want to have us up in the High Court? Oh, well, you, come like, on now, you're paranoid, that's lads. You're paranoid. Oh, you can't be too careful with that Sinn Féin crowd these days. The, the Sinn Féin crowd these days says, no, they have more liars than TDs. So, so, Danny, just be careful now. I'm telling you before you open your mouth. I only mentioned her name. Well, don't yes, mention her like name. It. And whatever you do, just don't mention her house. <laughs> Unless you want to end up in the dock before the man in the white wig. Because yeah. Sinn Féin are the buckos, Danny, that could lighten our pockets. You can't open your mouth, is all I'm saying. I told you, just shut up about him. Don't mention all him. All right, just all keep right. Keep down, talk all about right, someone all else. Right, Jesus. Ah, lads, lads, will you let go? I, mean, I know you've been in the UK secretly doing ele- elementary lessons, but for the past few... But, but, but have you... Any idea what your new roles will be in Her Majesty's government? His, be, sorry, His Majesty's His Majesty, government. be very careful now, Joe, because you know, all, I know all habits die hard, but look, <laughs> be, be cautious. Look, that's true, Joe, we've been over... It's the Queen, eh? We've Jesus. been over doing elocution lessons with yes. members of the Cabinet. Uh, a few fellow Tory grandee fellas oh, and grandees, a couple of fellas yeah. in House of Lords. And how is that going? How is that oh, going? Oh, gee, Joe, Joe, it is unbelievable. Light. It is going great now. Mighty all together. Mighty all together. They're flying at the Cooper Forum. And the speaker said, we'll be saying Tunis, Tunis in a couple of weeks. But uh, apparently, I know this, but one of the sticking points, Reese Margaret said, is Michael's cap being worn. What did he say about the cap? He's full of all shit, that fella. What did he say about my cap? What did he say? He said, there's no way you would be allowed. You're allowed to wear Atten in the doll. But you'd be, you would no way the, the right honourable member from the Kingdom of Kerry would get past security wearing that cap. There's no knowing, no, no knowing what might be underneath it. Can of beans, maybe, Joe? Oh. <laughs> and anyway, I can tell you straight. Tell you, you're, you're, you're safe, you're no masterpiece. I can tell you straight. <laughs> I can tell you, you straight and plain. Anyone get that joke? Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Michael yeah. Healy Ray going around <laughs> without his cap. 
is like Sinn Féin going around without their liars. It just <laughs> don't happen. That's me. <laughs> And we won't be missing anything at all. And what will you miss? What will you miss? We, look, we won't be missing nothing, I'm telling you. We got them to agree. To, we got them to agree to fly us home to Farron 4. By like private, private jet. jet. Every Friday night to Kinmare uh, uh, for any football matches involving Kinmare. And for all local, all local funerals. Whether we know the whether fellas or not. Whether we know the people or not. God, God be good, good to man. God rest to man. God save God their God souls. Just, Thanks, Joe. We and you, you normally finish. We're late already, Joe. But you normally finish with a little ditty. No, no funny Friday will be complete without a little ditty. I, I have a, a little ditty. ditty. Yeah, I have a little ditty Joe, about this, this the ditty. topicality. Now we're going to sing about the Green Party getting rid of the baby Jesus no. and the donkey from outside the mansion house. Are you going to talk about the Green Party minister saying? Uh, throwing soup Joe, on a masterpiece, a very effective way of protesting. Joe, this, this is not, this is no you, laughing matter. Okay, okay. This is no laughing matter, you know. Yeah. Uh, with the Green Party, you know, they're talking there now about throwing cans of beans. A lot of people are depending on beans in rural Ireland. In fact, most of my constituents now are living on beans and porter. And that's a fact for a lot of people in rural Ireland. Anyone can smell the effects of it in the air in the small villages in rural Ireland. Fresh air now in rural Ireland, not unlike here, Joe, is at a very high premium. And beans are as vital now to the Irish people as potatoes were during the famine. The wife was only telling me this morning that she can't keep beans on the shelves of our little shop in Kilgarvan. <laughs> she told me this morning that a busload of students, after collecting their Susies, their grants from our post office, headed off to Dublin, loaded up with rucksacks full of beans. Singing an old stupid old ditty, third level students, me arse, sing, singing an old stupid old ditty. Will I give you a bit yeah, of a Yeah, give us a line. We're yeah. all off to Dublin. I mean, tick out these fellas, but no, Joe, to be honest with you. We're all off to Dublin with the greens, with the greens. What we have in our pockets, we have beans, we have beans. We're heading for the Hugh Lane or the Chester BT. We're going to do wreck. Just wait till you see. I mean, do you ever hear such shite in all your life? We're looking for a money or a Jack B. Yates. You better not try to stop us at the gates, at the gates. The point we're making, and we've made it many times, we're just a bunch of Susie-hugging green Philistines. And we'll be back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And now one of Claudia Boyle's biggest fans, Donald Trump, wants to introduce her to finish the show. Donald, President Trump. Well, I don't know if she's my biggest fan. I don't have many fans, but I want to say what a tremendous voice this young lady has. Absolutely incredible. Claudia Boyle, everybody. And Claudia, what are you going to sing? Sleep with Blossom and George. I'm going to sing I Could Have Danced All Night. Oh, and we've about a minute, so go ahead and bye bye from Wexford. <laughs> I could have spread my wings and done a thousand things. 
stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.